Today's episode is made possible by my affiliate partnership with the toxin-free beauty brand, Crunchy. That's Crunchy with an I. With all the talk these days about parabens and sulfates in our beauty products, it's hard to find a brand you can trust. And let's be honest, it can be annoying to read the back of every label before you buy something. And then you have to wonder, is it actually going to work? Who has the budget or the time for all of that? I definitely don't. That's why I love Crunchy. I don't have to read labels and I don't have to worry about toxins. Ready to make a safe swap in your beauty routine? Check out my site at crunchy.com slash Monica Miller. Friends, today Monica and I are super excited to introduce Mariah. Mariah and the Monicas, we all went to college together. Mariah is actually my big sis in Chi Omega and I feel very fortunate to have known her for as long as I have, especially considering Mariah, I, I never told you this, but I remember when you started your blog or maybe when I was on Facebook and I realized you had a blog. Because what year did you start it? Uh, I started it in 2010. Wow. And I remember seeing some things that you were posting and I was like, wow. And then all of a sudden, five years later, everybody had a blog. <laughs> you were so ahead of the curve. You were ahead of the curve as, as far as starting a blog. You were ahead of the curve as far as reducing toxins um, yes. and creating a more you know toxin-free or healthy lifestyle, especially since I was living on the, the West Coast. I felt like Michigan was always a gut bomb anytime I'd go back back to visit. It is. It's the Midwest. Sodium bombs, as I call it. Yeah. So I was always just really impressed at how you went after it. And I remember reading and correct me if my, I'm wrong, because it's been a long time. But I remember you started out and you're like, okay, well, I'm just going to do this a little bit and maybe make some money. And then things really started going and you didn't want to go back to work. Is that right? Yes, that's correct. What did you do before that? I was a teacher for eight years. And then when I had my first daughter, Megan, I started staying home. Okay. okay. Yeah. So I remembered seeing that. I was like, this is awesome. You are creating your own path. You're talking about writing about something you're passionate about. And I was just really excited for you. Well, thank you. It has been really exciting to see you grow, um, especially here in the last year. I've seen you, I feel like you've grown a lot. And maybe that's because I've paid more attention because unlike Monica, I just live in my own bubble. And I didn't know you had a blog, honestly, until I... <laughs> <laughs> until probably 18 months ago. But I really enjoy your blog. And now y'all, um, Mariah is just so much more than a blogger. Yeah, um, She's an athletic wear brand rep. And uh, she is also an author of two recipe books. She does have the blog, which is Happy Healthy Mama. And you can find that at happyhealthymama.com. And mama is spelled M-A-M-A. But we'll have links out there for you to get there. I love her tagline on her website. And I think it's perfect. Simple solutions for a happy and healthy life. I liked it so much that whenever I went on there, I downloaded her healthy habits checklist because oh. I wanted to see what that was all about. And we'll go into that in a little bit. But if you want to check her out, she's also on Instagram and she has tons of followers, but she'll treat you special too. And you can find her at happy, healthy mama on Instagram as well. So Mariah, I'm curious the inspiration behind the blog, as opposed to doing something, something else where you could work from home. Well, I know the blog is work. 
Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. So it's it's kind of an interesting thing. It was a perfect storm of I was staying home with my with my daughter. She was still a baby when I started the blog. And as much as I wanted to stay home with her and I loved it, there was also a little bit of a boredom with yes. the stay at home mom thing. Like I needed yes. something else. So I really started it just to have something for myself, something that was outside of motherhood, outside mm-hmm. Something to have a creative outlet. And at the same time, I was on a healthy living journey. And it was just the perfect outlet to kind of put those two things together. When I read your about me on your blog, uh, it looked like maybe your mom had had some health issues. And I can relate to that on my toxin free journey. And was she a big inspiration for you to get into this healthy lifestyle? Or was this something that you had studied in college? Or, you know, how did that really happen? So, no. She was definitely the catalyst, the turning point for my healthy living journey. So before her, I looked at healthy living as just trying to maintain my weight. I didn't look at it. (laughs) Right, right. I I didn't think about what I was putting into. That's I think that's easy to do. If I wanted to, you know, have a diet Coke, I would think, well, that's fine. I'm having a diet Coke, right? It's Mm -hmm. totally healthy. I didn't really understand the big picture of health. And so when she, she was diagnosed with lung cancer and when that happens, she was stage four lung cancer. Oh my goodness. All the doctors were telling us there's no cure for this. Right. Get get her affairs in order. We're going to, we're going to treat things, but so you're very much feeling helpless and there's nothing you can control. So I just kind of poured myself into learning everything I could. I mean, (laughs) I read so many books I was teaching at the time. And so her diagnosis came the day before my last day of school. And so I missed that last last day of school. And I spent the entire summer with her in the hospital during her treatments. Mm -hmm. And I just read all I could. And I learned so much that summer. And it really just changed the trajectory of of my life as far as how I lived and what I put into my body and how I wanted to have this anti-cancer lifestyle. And it was very much because of her uh, Mm -hmm. wanting to help her, but it ended up also, you know, helping me. My mom, she is uh, bedridden with MS and that'll probably never be something that changes. And if we had really realized this lifestyle could have been something for her before all the damage was done, I think think that we would have we would have paid a lot more attention to it. And I know that one of the protocols that she does, Wall's protocol is something that you studied, which for me was pretty amazing that you had put your seal on that too, when my mom started it. And I mean, I just want to interject here for anybody who does battle inflammation, who does have autoimmune diseases, and just maybe for healthy living in general, is that these changes have huge impacts on your health. My mom almost died from sepsis from getting a UTI. And she has not been in the hospital for going on three years. And that is because of the healthy living lifestyle changes that she made. So yeah, she's not going to be able to walk again. But her overall health, she is healthier than people who can walk. So I just wanted to give a little inspiration out there to people who might be having these struggles. I would tell you right now that I really feel like Mariah's books would be a great place to start if you're looking for reduction in inflammation. I'm a big believer in that. Mariah, I remember reading about your journey um, because you had arthritis or you felt like you were had Mm -hmm. the early stages of arthritis Mm -hmm. and how you were looking to reduce inflammation. And Mm -hmm. at one point in my career, I worked for Dr. Paracone, who was a huge 
huge anti-inflammatory person, Mm -hmm. like in his cosmetics, you know, he was all about the antioxidants, um, nutritional supplements and anything you could do to reduce inflammation in the body. And his whole perspective was about aging. Oh, okay. Just skin, right? Aging and skin and how to look your best longer. Right. But I think when I read yours, I was like, this is so, it's so much more. Exactly. Exactly. And aging. It's Mm -hmm. about, you know, it could be about improving your chances of surviving cancer, of increasing your health after an illness, arthritis. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, all of those things. So I remember reading that and I was just really I was happy for you for trying something and really you went the whole nine yards with it because you did it. And then you wrote a book about all of the beverages. Yeah. I think that's kind of my personality. I have a little (laughs) definitely all all in personality. You are an all in personality type person. I definitely remember that from back (laughs) in the day. Mariah, I, I just really love that you've created this blog for everybody and it came from somewhere special and it came from an inside place because you needed something on the outside and it's just helped so many people. And I really want to share with our friends out there, our listeners, something that you say on your website, which I think is very important for people to also understand who you are. And you talk about balance and moderate moderation and the fact that you don't demonize food. And I think that's just really important, especially in this day and age. I feel like there's a lot of guilt out there if you do certain things and that we have to live this super strict lifestyle or or we can't have any health. And I like that you put that on there. To me, that made me want to dive in more and hear more what you had to say because you're super real about it. Yeah. And that's really important to me. I've had some people close to me who have suffered from eating disorders. And I know that there is a fine line between, you know, focusing on a healthy lifestyle and wanting to eat right and going over to the other side where it's an obsession and it's very, very unhealthy. So that's important to me and especially raising my kids as well. I would love to hear a little bit more about what it was like to write this recipe book, but in particular, get it published. I know that you're actually in bookstores too, right? Yep. That yep. is so cool. That's cool. I'm sorry. I'm so impressed. It's not even That funny. is so cool. Uh, it's in Target. It's in Barnes and Noble, um, Books a Million. So yeah, it's, it's very fun to see. Let's share the title with our friends in case they're looking for it. It's the yeah. anti-inflammatory drinks for health. And it's 100 different <laughs> things you can drink from smoothies. smoothies. I know. Shots. Broths. Shots. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Collagen shots, right? The different different shots than we took in college, right? Oh, okay. (laughs) Uh, And I have two. The other one is I love my Instant Pot anti-inflammatory recipe book. I'm very excited about that. Yeah. Do you have an Instant Pot, Monica? No, I don't. Oh, I just got one uh, right before the madness of 2020. And I only use it to make rice. So I'm super lame, obviously. But um, I'm really excited to do this because I really have wanted to offer more anti-inflammatory foods to my family. I can't get one because Paul doesn't like, I have a crock pot. I have a rice cooker. I have several Dutch ovens. Paul has this thing against like boiled meat. Mm. So whatever I do, there's a two-step process. I have to sear it first 
yeah. and then cook it, right? So I'm like, the Instant Pot doesn't help me at all. <laughs> well, I will, I will tell you that you can do that in the Instant Pot. I can. You can sear mm-hmm. right in the Instant Pot and it has slow cooker or pressure cooker functions. Maybe I'll have to, I'll have to dig into that a little more. So Mariah, I have questions because I've pinned so many of your recipes to my Pinterest. I mean, okay. so many. I mean, I've pinned everything from your margarita recipe to uh, some of your chia seed recipes. I used, when I was pregnant, I used to make some of your energy ball recipes. I mean, you don't know. Cause I, I wasn't like on Facebook saying, Hey, I made this, but she's, I've made a lot of She's like a fan girl. Oh my goodness. I had no idea. Yeah. I've made a lot of the recipes and stuff. And the thing that gets me is I'm like, how many times do you have to do it? Especially when you do something where you're like, I'm not going to use regular flour. I'm going to use this other flour. How many times do you have to mess up? And what do you do with the mess up? Okay. So it really depends on the recipe. So and the type of recipe, the baking ones, those are the most, like I have to do so many to get it right. Mm -hmm. It's just so specific with right. It's very scientific baking. Mm -hmm. And so the mess ups, it depends how bad they are. (laughs) Sometimes if, I mean, sometimes it's close, you know, it's like, this is good, but it's not quite good enough. So we just eat it. Okay. (laughs) Um, We just eat it. If it's inedible, you don't. Usually it's, it's still good enough. By this point, you've got a good, I was kind of curious about the beginning because I could only imagine me trying to create something from scratch baking wise. And I'm like, this is a disaster. I once tried to make healthy whole wheat crust for a chicken pot pie or a turkey pot oh, pie. Oh goodness. Yes. Paul and I still talk about it. It was inedible. <laughs> like he still teases me. He's like, is it like that other one you made that one time? I think the more you do it, the easier it gets. And I will say that when I first started, there just weren't the resources out there. There weren't as many people, you know, eating healthy and the, mm-hmm. the, the internet, you know, food blogs were not what they are today. So they're just, it just wasn't out there. So if I wanted a healthy recipe, I had to, create it myself. Right. Right. Um, So that's kind of how I started with creating recipes. I would look at, you know, the recipe that I used to love and what can I do to make this healthy? How can I swap things out or change? So I started with a lot of just like familiar classic recipes and Mm -hmm. just saw what I could change to make it a healthier version. I have a question as well about all the recipes and this goes more into the blog. Do you take those pictures yourself or some of those source? I do take my pictures myself and it's- Wow, that's a lot of work. If you look back in the archives to (laughs) 2010 to 2011, you'll see a really interesting progression. So I bet bet. because you basically self-taught how to take photos of food. So you were a foodie photo taker before that was really even a thing. That's what I don't think people understand that we really do have a pioneer in so many ways on this phone call with us. And she was just a person who had a passion. Of course, she also had really great skill sets going into that. But I mean, I think it's pretty incredible. And I want to toot your horn like a lot. I will will say my skill set was not in photography. And I I very much resisted it. Because at the beginning, people, it was more about the recipes than the photos, right? Right. So sure. Mm -hmm. It's a smaller group of bloggers out there. And we all commented on each other's blogs. It was way different than it is now. But the photos weren't as important. It was just more about the food and the recipe. And then there started to be a little shift and pictures became very important. And I resisted that. I was like, no, mm. I don't, because I was like, I don't want to take the time to learn this. Eventually I did. <laughs> and I practiced and I got better, but 
It was definitely. I think that's so awesome because basically what you're telling us from the inception of when you started the blog and why you started it, you've A, been a pioneer and B, been learning things and teaching yourself the entire time. Mm -hmm. And I think that's so cool. You don't have somebody, someone else doing it for you. I wish you did sometimes, huh? Actually, your blog is really good. It is laid out really nice. I don't know if you have what kind of ads you have, but I actually feel, I know ads help pay the bills on this. I get that. But you've got it in such a way that anything like that that's going on is not getting in front of your actual content. As someone who likes to go and look at what's on different blogs, I very much appreciate the time that you have gone into this blog. Not only do you talk about what the ingredients that we need, but you also lay it out real easy and tell us why we need it, what it will do. Like for instance, just with one of these recipes that I cannot wait to do, which is your because I'm not a fangirl like Monica and I've made all the recipes yet. But um, (laughs) the orange chocolate chip baked oatmeal, when you Uh talk about putting even the maple syrup in it, You go on to explain that, look, the oats, they're not sweet, but it's not dessert. However, this goes a little bit, goes a long way to sweeten it up. You're giving us the reason why it's in there, which I think is really great from somebody who's offering recipes because that tells me, oh, if I happen to not have maple syrup on me, if I don't put it in here, this is what it's going to do. I don't, there's so much thought that goes into this. I just don't think that people understand the treasure that happyhealthymama.com is honestly and I and I'm being as sincere as I can oh thank you I appreciate that I think once my kids start school school I'm gonna have to get into more of these recipes because my kids do love oatmeal I really wanted them to like chia seeds in yogurt but they hate yogurt and they definitely wouldn't eat it with chia seeds <laughs> but I like that you have cocktails on here I'm not gonna lie y'all You've got like, a little bit of everything she's got a little bit of everything and not only that she's got part of the blog has to do with lifestyle parenting natural living travel and fitness. Let's talk about fitness because I wanted to do your April challenge. Mm -hmm. And well, let's just say my life was a little bit chaotic. So I never started, but (laughs) it's on my list. I'm going to do April probably. I love it. Monica texts me all the time. Let's do this challenge. And I'm like, oh boy. boy. (laughs) We have yet yet to do one. (laughs) Mariah, you may not know this, but my husband and I, we put our house on the market at the beginning of March. It sold the day we put it on the market. And the person was paying cash, so they wanted a quick close. So we had to pack up the whole house with the two kids and find another place to live in four weeks. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, And so that took me to April 9th. Yeah. And now we're in a teeny tiny two bedroom apartment with a giant dog and the two kids. Oh my. Okay. Um, So (laughs) that's my April. I just have to roll with it. Well, we'll have another one in May. So be ready. Okay. Okay. I'm ready. I like one that you have on your blog because I love kettlebells and you have the full body kettlebell workout. So I'm really excited to do that. Um, I'm trying to get back into shape to finally do the kettlebells. And it says on here, can you lose weight with kettlebells? And I'm not going to answer that for anyone because they need to go read and find out for themselves. Mm. Yeah. Speaking of all the fitness now, how did you get into fitness? Was this 
pre-blog. I do know that you always had like amazing legs in college and you were on the swim team, right? No, track. There were a (laughs) lot of girls in Cayo on the swim team. So yes, there were. Swim team, volleyball team, basketball team, softball, track. There was me. I did nothing. I quit to devote my my whole college career to socializing. (laughs) I can attest to this, y'all. Monica did. Actually, let's do a little flashback. Let's, Let's talk a little bit about college, Mariah, before we're all talking about kettlebells and how many squats you can do. Well, let's talk about living with other people. You lived with Katie, right? You lived with Katie most of the time. I did actually all four years. Yeah. Okay. Really? Was she your first roommate in college? She was. Yeah. (gasps) That's so cute. And only. We lived together all four years. I think when you find somebody that you work with, you stick with it. (laughs) So smart. Nobody (laughs) wanted to room with me ever. I do believe that people drew the short straw and that's how they became my roommate every year. Oh, stop it. (laughs) That's a true story. I have to say I lived with a lot of different, I had a different roommate all the time, which either means that the people living with me hated living with me. And that's why I got a new roommate or I'm just so easy to get along with. I could live with all the people that no one else wanted to live with. You never wanted to live with me. So I think that would. No, Monica, I used to see your room with. Yeah, exactly. I think that would indicate how awful I would have been to live with. And so shout out to my roommates who finally sucked it up and said they didn't care and made me like, I could cry right now for (laughs) Jordan and Mandy to be willing right, to put up with me. Trio. We did. And no, the little trio is the one where I probably don't even have a friendship with Kim and Melanie anymore over it. <laughs> They probably hated me. Uh, but then Jordan and Mandy were sweet enough to be like, eh, whatever. Just she needs to live somewhere. We'll take her. You would not take me. And you had that big old room. I could put lots of clothes no, all over. No, I lived over. with Catherine. I lived with Catherine. I know you didn't live with me is my point. Sorry, Mariah. You are no. still here. We do care about no. you. Well, I want to, I'll share a funny story about living with Kate. Oh, yes. yeah. So I think that we stayed together for four years because we really were the only two who could put up with each other. Um, (laughs) Sophomore year, we got called into the Dean's office. (gasps) And the reason (laughs) is our room was too messy. (laughs) No. What? Are you kidding me? I didn't even know I had competition in this area. Yes. And so the Dean said, you need to keep it clean because, you know, we had the, um, the ladies who would come in and take our trash out. And she said that they were having trouble making their way through our room to the trash can. (laughs) (laughs) I never knew we had so much in common, Mariah. So I think that's why we stuck together for four years. We were like, nobody else would have put up with our messy, um, um, room. <laughs> they would not have. I mean, even one of my best friends, Monica, wouldn't room with me over it. So, you know, you and you and Katie got matched up in the beginning and it, and it worked out. Mariah, so you in college, you were on the track team. What was that like? Did you have to get up early? What events did you do? Were you a pole vaulter? I just asked because my son is a pole vaulter. You obviously so. did not pay attention to Mariah's career. <laughs> she wasn't she my big track. sis. She ran the 400. She was really I'm sure fast. I could tell you all about my big sis. All right, let's just uh, Mariah talk, Monica. Yeah, that's that's on you. Okay, Mariah, what was it like? What what events did you do? So I was a sprinter. So I uh, main event or my best event, I guess, was the 400. But I also did the 200 and the 100. Oh, the 400. That's barely a sprint. Oh, that's what for everyone who doesn't run, that's one lap around the track, right? Yes. And it sounds awful. I hate running. It is grueling. I will say it's probably because you're supposed to sprint the whole time. I used to run that and it, I just hated it. 
But Mariah, you were really good at it. I, and that's why I did it. Cause it was, it was my strength, but it was really, really hard. Oh. Yes. <laughs> I don't think I ever realized how, just how hard it was. Well, that's why our legs are so nice. <laughs> Sorry. We just have Show a notes. little thing about your legs. <laughs> Show notes will contain pictures, pictures of Mariah's, Mariah's legs. <laughs> Actually, Mariah, I want to ask you one other question about how you plan out your workouts. Like, okay. how do you think of them? How do you organize them? What inspires you? So are you asking about my workouts that I publish or my workouts that I do like on a weekly basis? Both. Whichever ones, yeah, whichever ones you want to talk about. Okay. So for my daily workouts, I mostly go to Orange Theory Fitness. So yes, oh, okay. I've seen you post okay. Mm-hmm. I love the group fitness setting and the kind of the energy and the uh, the way it pushes me to work harder. When the kids okay. were little, before they were in school, I did a lot of home workouts just out of necessity because I couldn't get to the gym or I didn't mm-hmm. have, you know, I didn't bring them or they didn't do well with the childcare, whatever it might've been. It just was easier to do mm-hmm. home workouts. Um, but I work so much harder in a group setting. <laughs> I do too. Because you're competitive maybe a little yeah, bit. And, and having a coach there, like just kind of motivate me. I don't know what it is. It might be the competitiveness. It might be just a combination of things. Things, but it just helps a lot. Um, but I do publish workouts on my blog um, because I know that there's a necessity there. People want, mm-hmm. you know, home workouts. And I actually have somebody that I partner with who writes the workouts for me. Nice. Oh, cool. Yeah. So, cause I, you know, I don't feel super qualified. I mean, I probably could write workouts, but I feel more comfortable using a trainer, somebody who's experienced. That's good to know. What about your home gym is pretty sweet. Now I have questions. Did you carve out a part of your house and just make it this way? Did you build your house and build this in there? Um, When I have seen pictures of your home gym, I'm like, oh my gosh, I would work out every day if that was my space. I mean, this is probably not true. I'd still come up with excuses, but that's, that's the fantasy I tell myself. So when we built our house, we have, we finished our basement, but we left a room unfinished that was going to just be like for working out. And then a few years later, my husband, Tim decided he wanted it more finished. So, so we finished it off. So does it have a finished. sauna in it or am I dreaming? No, it does. I <laughs> thought so. You stinker. That's so dreamy. It is. I seriously look at photos of, I mean, I dream about it and I, and I make up this whole like life that you live because I'm a weirdo y'all like, let's just not lie. And I'm like, she just goes in there and she's so inspired and she gets all these toxins out and, but really life's probably not that way. Is it? Um, Oh well, wait, is it? She's like, it is. Oh, I think I, Zach, I need a spa. That's, I mean, I need a sauna. It's, it's clear from Mariah's hesitation that life is this cool when you have a sauna. <laughs> um, no, I mean, oh, okay. I, that's my favorite part of the whole room is I love the sauna and I, oh. I use that more than anything else in there, but <laughs> way more than the kettlebells. Okay. So, but here's the thing. You've also just told us that for you personally working out, you go to Orange Theory Fitness, Yes, which explains why you use the sauna primarily at, in the at-home gym. My husband uses the, the fitness room. He hates going to the gym. So he's the opposite of me. Okay. okay I gotcha. Now I would like to talk a little bit about the active wear that you have. That's really how I got reconnected with you again. Those camo leggings are everything right now. Yeah, I have those and they're like the bomb, not going to lie. And Mariah introduced me to joggers. I apparently, I live under a rock, y'all. We don't even, actually literally the pants I have on right now are 10 years old and they're cotton yoga pant flares. So with a roll down top. 
that everyone probably had 10 years ago. But you know, Mariah introduced me to joggers and it changed my world. And uh, she and it was through a brand that is spectacular that she reps and I had a party and I joined and I'm certainly not ashamed to share things that I love. So um, I, lo- I love all the stuff that I've ordered. Oh my gosh, I love it. So tell us a little bit about that journey because I think that people, it is a direct sales company, but I think sometimes people get, you know, a little bit confused about what is direct sales, what it's really like. And you've really shot up in the company. And I would say that has a lot to do with the fact that you're an authentic person. And that really goes a long way with anything that you touch. Oh, thank you. So a friend of mine was just sharing her leggings and, you know, I just wanted to support her and they looked super cute. So I decided to give them a try. I was definitely not looking for a a business. You know, I had my, my blog, which kept me more than busy. And so I wasn't really looking for anything, Mm -hmm. um, as far as the business goes, but I loved, loved the leggings. And one thing I am always looking for is a way to diversify my income, right? That's so smart. Um, and I'm a, an affiliate, you know, I am for many different brands through my blog. Like I will promote, like, like you said, I promote products that I love. And, and so I thought, well, you know, maybe this could be a way that I could just, you know, add another income stream to my, sure. to my blog. Mm-hmm. Since I love these leggings and I've already had people asking me about them. So you know, of course I'll just share them. And I really didn't at first think that it would be anything beyond just sharing the product. I didn't think that I would be um, building a team, but I had a very candid conversation with my sponsor and I told her, um, you know, this is the amount of income that would make it worth it for me mm-hmm. to do this. This is the number I'd like to get at. Can I get to that number without building a team? And she said, not likely. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, yep. that, you know, you, you'll need to build a team. I said, okay, well, I'm going to do it then. I'm just going to give it a try. I'm going to see how it goes and see if I can uh, build a team. And I shared it with some friends and I yeah, it just kind of grew from there. I do have a follow-up question to that. So you used to take pictures of food and we talked a little bit about that journey. What was it like? Because I've been here, so I want to hear from you. What was it like to start taking pictures of your own face and your own body and putting it out there on Instagram? Just tell us what that felt like and how you feel about it now. Um, seriously, that was probably the scariest part of the whole thing. <laughs> yes, yes. Oh my gosh. Oh, nothing like taking a picture of yourself in a sports bra. Right. And oh my gosh, I felt so exposed. It's just different. And I finally got comfortable with my food photos and then I had to change and take photos. (laughs) (laughs) Like, no. And you have such like, when does it stop? Yeah. And oh, for real. And she has such cute fashion pairings. Now we've been talking about leggings, but this is a whole athletic athleisure wear brand. And I'm looking at a picture of you right now. I'm also like, why don't I have these joggers yet? Because it's like, they're awesome. But they're like the cutest camo joggers. And they're like the perfect colors that are neutral and go with everything. And, uh, but your style, everything's so cute. I think you even have like thing on your blog, like how to wear a denim jacket 10 different ways or a white t-shirt or something I was looking at a few months back and getting style tips from you. So did you ever think you'd be giving style tips to people? You know, I really didn't. But at the same time, I think that's why the, you know, partnering with a clothing brand has clicked because it's Mm -hmm. really like in my wheelhouse, I feel very comfortable and I, I guess I just love it. Um, You can tell you love it. I've always loved clothes. I've always been a big shopper. So it it just fits very well with, with myself. So yeah, I think, (laughs) I I think you were even an early adopter of Stitch Fix. 
Yes. My gosh, Mariah, clearly Monica is a fangirl of yours because I feel like, hello. Oh, 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 okay. Yes. So I, (laughs) I shared fashion on my blog before I, I was a, I would share my, my as I got them. Yeah. You'd tell people what things you loved and which things you were going to return. And I thought it was very helpful. Yeah. That was fun. I never subscribed to stitch fix, but seeing you and what they sent you, Mm -hmm. I would automatically kind of be clued in to what the trends of that season were. Mariah, there's something on your Instagram that I do want to share with everybody that you said. So we've talked about, you know, your fashion, your life, you're just like everything, but she also has some really great inspirational quotes occasionally. This is one that really impacted me and you can just apply it to so many different areas of life. And that is don't believe everything you think. And in this day and age, I think that having people sit back and do a little critical thinking, whether that be about something negative they said about themselves or maybe new information they're digesting is just so powerful. And I love that you put that out for people that you're not just thinking about their body, but you're thinking about their mental health as well. Yes, that's definitely a whole part of my what I try to put out there. It's so much more than just physically, there's there's a whole mental side to health and happiness. And so I really, I really try to keep you know that side a part yeah. of what I do. And it really shows. She's also also got some really great stuff on her blog about parenting and just different activities to do, um, some good mental health stuff, especially during COVID. You were really one of those bright spots, especially in those months of like March, April, and May. And I think everyone was just a little scared and I really appreciated that. Thank you. I mean, I don't know what you did in the year 2014, like Monica. But <laughs> like I said, I pay attention. I'm there being um, a voyeur. Actually, Monica's a really supportive, awesome friend. And she's definitely, hey, Mariah, have you ever taken the Enneagram? Yes. What number are you? Yeah. <laughs> I am a three. Oh, okay. Tell us a little bit about being a three, if you don't mind. And everyone, you can go back and listen to our episode five on the Enneagram and see which one you are. So tell us a little bit about being a three, Mariah. I know that it was just like competitive. <laughs> Yes. So number threes are very competitive. They have trophies. They like (laughs) success. Yeah, that would definitely, I think, fall in line with you. And just because you're competitive doesn't mean that you're not also compassionate. I can definitely see that in you. I just remember you smiled all the time. You were always in the junior hallway. Clearly, you weren't always a junior, but that's my memory of you. And you were were super sweet. And you're still that way. You really are. How do we want to wrap up the amazing Happy Healthy Mama? Because she deserves a wrap up. Mariah and Monica, I mentioned this in the very beginning, the healthy habits checklist that Mariah has come up with. And if you want it, you can go to her website. She'll give it to you for free. I'm going to tell you a couple things on it so you can see just the type of thinker that she is. Um, She's got 18 different little habits. I mean, these are easy habits and I'm not going to read them all to you because you need to go get them directly to your inbox. But she's got the categories of sleep, eat, move, relax, connect, and protect. 
And I absolutely love those categories. In the relaxed category, let me just give you a little example of the goodness that you're going to find. She says, make time for activities you enjoy and that make you feel good. Now, Mariah, how did you come up with this checklist? I really wanted to simplify the whole like scary world of healthy living because I feel like it can be overwhelming for people. It can. It can. And it really comes down to simple habits. And it really isn't as complicated or as scary as people make it out to be. So I wanted to just look at the whole person and all parts of health and happiness and give you a few simple things in each category that you could work on doing for an overall healthy life. So that's kind of where the idea came from. And even if you don't follow all 18, if you even just pick one in one category, I mean, it's going to impact your life. Agree. Friends, we hope that you've enjoyed our interview with Mariah, the founder and creator of happyhealthymama.com. She has so many great nuggets of information in her website from health to fitness to parenting. You should really go enter your email, get her updates. And you could be like me. You could be the super quiet fangirl who pins a bunch of stuff to go back to and look at later. I'm not saying that because we've known each other for 20 some odd years. I'm saying that because it's quality content and she's an expert in the blog world, in the food creation world and the healthy lifestyle world. And she has great legs. So please, if you enjoyed this episode, please give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Friends, thank you so much for joining us today. And we cannot wait to share more interesting topics with you in the future. Thanks so much for letting us be part of your day, whether that's folding socks, driving to work, or getting in your cardio. We're happy to provide you with some entertainment about nothing serious, seriously. For extended show notes, please head over to our website, to Monica's Podcast. That's with the number two. You can also follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Two Monica's Podcast and find us on Pinterest at Two Monica's Podcast. If you'd like to connect with us directly, email us at Two Monica's Podcast at gmail.com. Awesome. That was fun.